Hello and welcome to the Food to Freedom podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help you improve your relationship with food, eating and your body so you can live a healthy, happy and thriving life. If you enjoyed the podcast, then share it with the world. And if you want some support with your food and body freedom journey, then find more details in the show notes. Hello everyone, welcome to today's episode. I hope you are doing really well. Um, I am recording this on a Saturday afternoon and there's a neighbor next door watching TV and the walls here are so thin that I can hear the program. So all I can hope for is that uh, you can't hear it and if you do, I hope it's not too disturbing, but I think, uh, well, I hope we will be okay. And um, yeah, I just hope that you can hear me well and that there are no other sounds in the background. Um, So for the ones of you who follow me on Instagram and who you maybe saw my stories last week, I... I don't think I often occupy myself or preoccupy myself too much with the stupid things that you can see on Instagram or elsewhere. At least I try not to. I try to do my work the way I think is beneficial to my clients and to people who Uh, follow me and my content and I try to provide as much value as possible and most of the time I just focus on that and I don't I I try at least not to waste too much time on worrying about what other people are posting but sometimes I do still get quite annoyed at certain things that I see being posted, being said. And that's especially true when I see things that are potentially harmful um, to people's relationships with foods, uh, with food um, and with their bodies. And this is what happened last week. So I there's this person. Um, She's an influencer um, that I follow, but she's an influencer not necessarily in a fitness world. So um, yeah, I guess most of the time she doesn't share opinions on these things. So it doesn't often come up and I like her account otherwise but last week she shared an Instagram story um, a video of her working out and then she wrote this is how I earned my lunch today and then she continued to say that people who talk about having a healthy relationship with food that or that we promote um, you know, a healthy relationship with food, that our message is for people to simply uh, 
think of food as something that is there for our pleasure and that by saying that we are basically um, advocating for food to simply just be there for our pleasure, right? I hope I'm explaining this um, clearly. And now, first, the first thing, when she says that with her workout, she earned her lunch that day. Let me be perfectly clear. (laughs) This is extremely problematic and it's the kind of messaging we've been trying to get away from and a lot of the people in the fitness industry, um, a lot of nutritionists, a lot of personal trainers, coaches are moving away from that messaging now because it's really, it's very clear how harmful those beliefs are. So let's go through that first. Number one, you need food regardless of whether or not you worked out that day, okay? Your body needs fuel. The second thing is physical activity has so many benefits away from the, you know, away from burning calories, which actually is not always a positive thing. So if we remove that thing that we exercise to burn calories or to earn our food, there are so many benefits we get from being active, from moving our body that have nothing to do with burning calories. And also, if we want to talk about calories, the if we look at the total amount of calories our body uses during the day, right? The part, the percentage that we use during a planned um, a planned workout or planned exercise is so tiny compared to everything else, mainly just being alive and just functioning. You could be sitting on the couch and you would still be burning calories. Okay, so that's that has to be clear first. And then when she was talking about having a healthy relationship with food, meaning that all we focus on is enjoying the food and pleasure and stuff like that. This couldn't be further from the truth. And that tells me that this woman has no idea what she's talking about, has no knowledge of the work that goes into um, improving someone someone's relationship with food and has no knowledge of what um, coaches like myself actually promote. So I wanted to go through a few things um, just to explain what a healthy relationship with food actually means. And these are kind of really 
basic things that it it surprises me that people would equate a healthy relationship with food with just you know simply saying that uh, all uh, you then care about is that you enjoy your food so let's go through the list of the things that would describe a healthy relationship with food number one you start a meal relatively hungry and then you eat until you're satisfied what does this entail right um for example you don't let yourself go too hungry starving um you are not um punishing yourself for go yeah i guess just going um too long without eating and then also you don't stuff yourself right so if we have a hunger hunger and fullness scale in front of our eyes um, if you haven't looked at that yet um, just google hunger and fullness scale and you'll know what i'm talking about but basically on that hunger and fullness scale you wouldn't you would start eating when you are at about three or four so you can feel um maybe you know an empty stomach but you are not so starving that you potentially uh, can't concentrate anymore you maybe have a headache or something like that so you're not lower than a three and a four and then after your meal you maybe stop at around seven or eight so if the scale is it runs from zero to ten right um so that means that after your meal you're satisfied you are full but you are not experiencing any um discomfort from the food you have eaten right so you haven't stuffed yourself um having a healthy relationship with food also means that you choose nutritious foods most of the time so this is the message for this influencer lady having a healthy relationship with food is about choosing nutritious foods most of the time it means understanding the principles of healthy nutrition it means understanding what a balanced plate is so that most of your meals look like that at the same time you are not missing out on the foods that you enjoy so yes there is a certain part of enjoyment and pleasure in uh, that is involved in a healthy relationship with food of course because we need to understand that food is not just fuel it's a lot more than that and this is okay it's okay to eat for pleasure um and again it also means that sometimes you will be eating because you are happy because you're sad because you're lonely um or you know just because the food is ge- is there and it's good and you eat it the difference between an unhealthy and a healthy relationship with food is that this happens every once in a while it doesn't happen all the time and the emotional eating is not a regular occurrence and you also have other ways of managing your emotions not just food another thing is 
that you eat enough throughout and enough and regularly throughout the day so that you can function properly. So again, with all the fasting talk around these days, depending, of course, on why people choose to do it, um, what I often see is people choosing to do it because they are either punishing themselves for what they ate the previous day or maybe they are saving their calories because they're going out or whatever. Um, A healthy relationship with food would mean that you eat enough food regularly throughout the day and that you are not going um, for hours without food, okay? Um, Another thing is that I think often gets um, forgotten is that it's actually really normal to overeat on some days and undereat on other days. This is something that will happen even when you have a healthy relationship with food, okay? It's sometimes you will be uh, really busy doing things um, and you'll forget to eat. And sometimes you'll be bored and something, um, yeah, I guess you'll just be bored or whatever it is and you'll eat more than you usually would. But that's okay. Again, if this isn't a regular occurrence, this is all normal. Another thing with a healthy relationship with food is being flexible and just adapt a little bit to um, the situation at hand. So um, not being too strict with yourself in terms of the foods you can eat, the foods you are not allowed to eat, just being flexible. Um, It's also about, again, what we talked about at the beginning, not feeling like you need to earn or um, burn your food. So what that lady was saying about earning lunch with her workout, this is a red flag for your relationship with food, for your body image. If this is something you have recognized in yourself, um, just be mindful of that because it could be a red flag. Um, Again, in terms of your food choices, not feeling any shame or guilt around what you're eating. This is really important and it it not feeling that um, you were bad because you ate chocolate or something like that. This is really important. Um, And it goes again, you know, with not equating your food choices with your self-worth. So you are not a bad person for eating crisps or eating cookies or whatever it is. So if this is something that you notice with yourself, it's really important that you are honest with yourself and see whether there are certain things that might that you might want to work on when it comes to your relationship with food. Um, I just wanted to go through this because I think it's important that we understand that a normal uh, a normal healthy relationship with food is not black and white and in an with in someone 
um, who has a healthy relationship with food, it's not like we will never experience emotional eating. It's not like we will never um, overeat. It's simply that that doesn't happen on a daily basis. It's not the only way of dealing with our emotions. Um, so just understanding that healthy a healthy relationship with food is nuanced. So I hope this um, clears that a little bit. And obviously, if you've been following me for a little while, you will uh, know these things. But I think it's important to um, it's important to have this reminder sometimes. And I just hope that this message comes out, comes to as many people as possible because while I don't probably notice it as much because I don't I don't follow people who share this kind of messaging, but I imagine um, that there is still a lot of um, this type these types of things or these types of messages um, out there and it's important that you hear the other messages as well. So hopefully this was useful to just go through these things. And um, if when you were listening to some of these things, if you thought of anyone who might benefit from listening to this episode, please share it with them. If you have maybe recognized some of the things you might to work on, then please let me know what those things are. And as always, if you have any questions, I would love to hear from you. And I guess just to end this episode, I really encourage you to be critical of the messages you hear and try to cultivate um a safe, I guess safe, um, I don't know if that's the right word, <laughs> a safe social media feed, um, a feed that is not negatively impacting the way you see yourself, the way you think about food. And if you spot these things, maybe unfollow, block these people or obviously if they're family or friends you could even have a conversation with them but if they are influencers if they are you know people you just follow for um this type of content then i'd be careful with about what accounts i allow uh into onto my feed because it can have more of an impact than you think so yeah, just I guess something for you to think about. I hope this was useful. And as I said, any questions, any feedback, I would love to hear from you. Otherwise, have a great rest of your day and take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think someone else might benefit from it, then please share it with them. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you at the next one.